Hello and welcome to the Adventures of Paul Temple from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. We present Peter Cook and Marjorie Westbury in Paul Temple and the Spencer Affair, a radio serial by Francis Durbridge. Episode 2, Concerning Judy Milton. I'm sorry to keep you waiting, Inspector. That's all right. Well, did you get the record? No. I'm afraid I didn't. Why not? Because apparently someone beat me to it. What do you mean? Well, according to Mrs. Thornton, someone called round last night and took the record away with him. Last night? Yes. Well, who was it? It was Mr. Dreisler. Mr. Rupert Dreisler. You you mean the girl's father? Yes. But why should he want the record? I don't know, Temple. Just at the moment, I'm wondering why you want it. Someone, I can't tell you who, told me to get hold of it. They said it might have a bearing on the Dreisler murder. Who told you that? I've told you. I can't say who it was. Was it Clutch Brompton? Well, how did you know? I heard about the car incident at Putney. Someone described the person who happened to be with Clutch at the time. I assumed you weren't talking about the weather temple. Look, Inspector, if Clutch had said anything really important, I'd have told Sir Graham straight away. He told you about the record temple? Yes, and I asked you to get hold of it for me. I could very easily have gone round to the flat myself. Yes, I realise that. It's just that... Well, this business is beginning to get me down. We don't seem to be getting anywhere. On the contrary, I think we're getting somewhere very fast. What do you mean? If your daughter had been murdered, would you worry about a gramophone record? No. Not unless I thought it had some bearing on the case. Exactly. The fact that Dreisler went round to the flat and collected the record shows that not only did he know about it, but he obviously thought it of some importance. Yes, you may be right. Uh, Can I use your phone? Yes, certainly. But uh, are you going to phone Dreisler? Yes, well, I wouldn't do that. Oh, why not? If I were you, I'd drop in on him. Don't you pass the Ritz on your way home? Yes, I do. Tell me, how well do you know Dreisler? Not very well. I met him in Paris several years ago when he was producing Hamlet in Modern Dress. At the time, there was some talk of him producing a play of mine, but nothing materialised. Is he a wealthy man? He appears to be. He travels a lot and apparently finances a lot of shows. In London? No, mostly on the continent. When Clutch Brompton mentioned the record... Did he say anything about the note? You mean the one that was sent to Dreisler about Adrian Frost? No, the one from Spencer that was sent to Mary Dreisler, uh, with the record. No. Clutch simply advised me to get hold of the record and play it. He made no comment about the note or, or anyone called Spencer? No. I see. All right, Temple, I'll be in touch with you later. I've switched on the radiogram. The yeah? inspector's leaving, Steve. I'll be with you in a minute. Yes, all right, dear. Good night, Mrs. Temple. Good night, Inspector. Will you be in all evening, Temple? Yes, I think so. Right. Oh, shall I answer that, darling? Yes, please. I'll be back in a moment. Hello? Hello. Who is that, please? This is Mrs. Temple speaking. Oh, this is Judy Milton again, Mrs. Temple. Has your husband come in yet? Yes, he's here now. Hold on a moment. Paul? Hmm? It's that girl I told you about, Judy Milton. Well, I'll take it in the drawing room, Steve. Just a minute, Miss Milton. My husband's just coming. Hello? Mr. Temple? Yes, what can I do for you, Miss Milton? I've got to see you. 
it's important, terribly important. I must see you tonight. What is it you want to see me about? About Mary Dreisler. Oh? There's something I've got to tell you, Mr. Temple. Please believe me, it really is important. All right, I'll see you, Miss Milton. You'd better take down my address. We've got a piece of paper. No, no, I, I don't want to come to London. Not tonight. I don't think it would be wise. Could you meet me somewhere? Well, where would you suggest? I'm at Beaconsfield at the moment. I don't know whether you could come out here. Well, uh... It is important. Please believe me. Very well. What's your address? Rosewood Cottage. Rosewood Cottage. It's actually through Beaconsfield on the road to Sear Green. Sear Green. All right, I'll find it. I should be there in about an hour. Oh, and Mr. Temple? Yes? Don't say anything to anyone about this. Please. I'll see you in about an hour, Miss Milton. Goodbye. Well, shall you go? Oh, were you listening, Steve? Yes, I was. I, I don't like the sound of it. If you're going to see Miss Milton tonight, I'm coming with you. Yes, all right. Now, listen, Steve. I'm going down to the garage. While I get the car, write a note for Charlie telling him where we're going, and if we're not back by midnight, he's to get in touch with Sir Graham. All right. Well, what are you looking so worried about? Oh, I was just thinking. Here we go again. been up and down this road half a dozen times. Well, she said it was on the main road to Sear Green. But there isn't a cottage on this road. There's the large house on the corner. We'll drive to the end and fork right. There's a phone box on the corner. I'll look up her address in the telephone book. Why on earth don't you ask somebody? Because there isn't anyone to ask, darling. In any case, you know what always happens. Oh, I'm afraid I don't know. I'm a stranger in these parts. <laughs> oh, here's somebody, Paul. Now, don't be silly. Pull up, darling, and ask him. Excuse me. Yes? Could you tell me where Rosewood Cottage is? Rosewood Cottage? Mm. Why, yes. You drive to the end of the road and turn left. Then it's on the right-hand side, about 100 yards down. No, thank you very much. Uh, the cottage stands well back from the road. You'll have to leave your car and walk across the field. Oh, dear. Well, it's not exactly a field. It's a sort of paddock. Oh, well, thanks again. Uh, who is it you want? Miss Milton? Yes. I've just left her. Well, about half an hour ago. Oh, really? Your name isn't Temple, by any chance. Yes, it is. Well, how extraordinary. I thought I recognised you. I've just posted a letter to you. You have? Yes, Judy gave it to me. She asked me to post it for her. So I gather she's not expecting you. Well, as a matter of fact, she is. How odd. I wonder why she gave me the letter. Oh, by the way, my name is Adrian Frost. Oh. Oh, well, I'm glad to meet you, Mr Frost. I, I believe you were a friend of Mary Dreisler's. Yes, I knew Mary. Uh, well, if you'll excuse me, I've got my car parked in a garage and I want to get there before they close. Yes, certainly. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, uh, Mr. Frost. Yes? You've probably read in the newspapers. I'm rather interested in this Dreisler case. Yes, I know. I wonder if you'd mind if I asked you a rather personal question. <laughs> well, it rather depends on the question. Did you give Mary Dreisler a diamond brooch? Yes, I did. Why? Is that any concern of yours? <laughs> No, I admit it isn't, but I'd, I'd still like to know the answer. I gave her the brooch on October the 22nd for a particular reason. What was that reason? <laughs> I suggest you make a point of finding out. Good night. 
Good night. Well, I'm not exactly crazy about that young man. At least he wasn't a stranger in this district. <laughs> Yes, Steve, if there was a bell, I should use it. Oh, what's that thing? Oh. oh. Sorry, I didn't see it, all this ivy. Hmm. I wonder why she doesn't answer. Well, perhaps she isn't in. Somebody's in. There's a light showing in the end room. Yes. Well, I'll try once more, and then if there's no answer, we'll go around the back. Yes. Very odd. Certainly is. You wouldn't think she could fail to hear this. Oh, what was that? Sounded like a revolver shot from inside the cottage. Stand back, Steve. I'm going to try and force the door. Uh. That's done it. Now, you stay outside, darling. I shan't be long. No, I don't Please want... do as I tell you. Stay outside till I shout for you. All right. Are you all right? Paul? Paul! It's all right, darling. It's all right. What happened? There's a girl in the kitchen. She's been shot. Oh, my dear. I think it's Judy Milton. Paul. No, don't go into the kitchen, Steve. I don't want you to see her. Was, was that the shot that we heard? Yes. She must have committed suicide. There's no one else in the cottage. But do you think anyone could have got out the back way? No, there isn't a back door. This is the only one. Paul, you're, you're puzzled about something. What is it? Well, it looks like suicide. There's no one else in the cottage. We heard the shot and the revolver's in our hand, and yet... And yet I found this on the floor near the body. What is it? Oh, a catalogue of gramophone records. Yes, and you see what someone scribbled across it? Ask Spencer for my heart and Harry. Quite frankly, Temple, I just don't understand it. I'm not sure that I understand myself, Sir Graham. But surely there's only one possible explanation. What do you mean by that? Temple and his wife turned up at the cottage. They heard the revolver shot, and Temple forced an entrance. Yes, we know that. But the point is, Temple didn't see anyone. He didn't see anyone for the very good reason there was no one there. Except Miss Milton. In other words, you think Judy Milton committed suicide? Of course she did. Then what about the catalogue I found and, and the message about the gramophone record? That doesn't mean anything. It certainly doesn't prove that she was murdered. I found the catalogue by the body, Vosper. There's no doubt in my mind that it had been placed there by someone. I quite agree. How about the handwriting? Have you checked it, Vosper? Yes. I had the report through about ten minutes ago, sir. Apparently the words, Ask Spencer for my heart and Harry, were written by the same person who wrote the note to Rupert Dreisler. You mean the note about Adrian Frost? Yes. <laughs> Could Judy Milton have written it? Have you checked her handwriting? Yes, but it's not the same, sir. Oh. Incidentally, Temple, what happened about that letter to you from Judy Milton? 
that uh, Adrian Frost said he'd posted. Well, he didn't come by the first post, but of course it was rather late when he posted it. I can't quite see why she sent you a letter when she knew perfectly well that you were going to call on her. Yes, that's what I can't understand, Sir Graham. She must have telephoned you just after I left Temple. Yes, she did. Which reminds me, Vosper, did you call in at the Ritz? Yes, I did. Did you see Dreisler? Yes, I saw him and asked him about the gramophone record. He said he knew nothing about it. He hadn't even given it to his daughter in the first place. Hmm. I told him that Mrs. Thornton said she'd seen him leave the flat with it, and he said it was absolute nonsense. Had he been to the flat? Oh, yes, he went to the flat all right. He admits that. He said he wanted to collect one or two things belonging to his daughter. Go on. Well, he seemed to me to be telling the truth. So I, I went back to Sloane Street and had another word with Mrs. Thornton. She told me that she'd seen Dreisler leave the flat with a brown paper parcel under his arm. And she assumed from the shape that it was a gramophone record. Why should she do that? Because it looked like one. I see. Did you search the flat again, Vosper? Yes, but I couldn't find the records of Graham. Obviously someone had taken it. Hmm. Of course, we may be wrong about the record. Maybe just a red herring. And Spencer? Well, he may be just a red herring too. Perhaps he doesn't exist. I'd be inclined to agree with you, Vosper, if it wasn't for the fact that Clutch Brompton mentioned the record. What exactly did Brompton say, Temple? He simply advised me to get hold of it and play it. Uh, incidentally, how is Clutch? He's still unconscious. They don't hold out much hope, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I suppose you didn't see the driver of the car, Temple? Yes, I saw him, but he was wearing goggles. I'd never recognise him again. You traced the car? Not yet, sir. Uh, excuse me, sir. A Mr. Frost would like to see you. Mr. Frost? Yes, all right, Sergeant. Ask him in. Very good, sir. Mm, he's obviously mm. heard about Judy Milton. Yes. Is it in the papers? Yes, there's a report in the stop press. I'm sorry to interrupt you like this, but I... Oh, good morning, Temple. Good morning. Sir Graham, what's happened to Judy Milton? There's a report in my paper that she's committed suicide. Judy Milton's dead. Whether she committed suicide or not, we don't know yet. Well, what do you mean? We're not sure whether it was suicide or murder. Murder? Yes. We understand you saw Miss Milton last night, sir. Yes, I did. I was passing through Beaconsfield, so I dropped in and had a drink with her. Was she a very old friend of yours? Well, we've known one another for quite a little time, if that's what you mean. Had you any special reason for calling on Miss Milton last night? Well, well, yes, I had, as a matter of fact. What was the reason? Well, I'd written the first act of a play, and I wanted Judy to read it. She was awfully good at that sort of thing, you know, reading plays and giving one a candid criticism. Oh. It's a difficult thing to get, Inspector. Mr. Temple tells me that when he saw you, you were walking. Yes, my car had gone wrong, and I'd parked it in a garage. What was the name of the garage? Oh, I'm afraid I can't remember. Was it in Beaconsfield? Uh, yes. Mr. Frost? What time was it when you left the cottage? Well, so far as I can remember, about half past nine. Was Miss Milton in good spirits? Yes, she seemed so. Did she tell you she was expecting Mr. Temple? No, she didn't. On the contrary, she gave me a letter for him and asked me to post it. You did post it? Well, I told you last night I did. But haven't you received it? No, not yet, but there's still time. Uh, assuming for the moment that Miss Milton did not commit suicide, but was murdered... Yes, have you any idea who murdered her? No, of course I haven't. You can't suggest a motive? No, I can't. The whole thing's a complete mystery to me. Uh, but then so was the other terrible business with Mary Dreisler. Hmm. Frost, have you got a gramophone? A gramophone? Why, yes. Do you happen to have a record called My Heart and Harry? No. Have you ever heard the record? Yes, on the radio. But they're not allowed to play the record over here, so how could you hear it on the radio? On the short wave, 
from New York. Oh, I see. But what made you ask about my heart and Harry? I wondered if you'd heard it. That's all. Hello? Who is there? Uh, this is Rupert Dreisler. Could I speak to Mr. Temple, please? It's Rupert Dreisler. He wants to talk to you. His son's rather worried. No, all right, yes. Hello, Paul Temple here. Oh, Mr. Temple, I've been intending to telephone all morning. Oh, what can I do for you? Well, last night, a man called Vosper, I think he's a police inspector, mm-hmm. asked me a lot of questions about a gramophone record. I, I didn't understand him. Uh, my English, you know, it is not always so good. What's uh, on your mind, Mr. Dysler? Well, after the inspector left, I suddenly remembered that two or three years ago, I gave my daughter an album of gramophone records for a, um, a Christmas present, you know. And it occurred to me that perhaps the record he was talking about was in the album. Didn't the inspector mention the title? Yes, yes. I think he said it was called uh, My Heart and Harry. That's right. It's a comparatively new number from a Broadway show. Oh. But surely you must know that, Mr. Dysoner. Uh, why, yes, yes, of course. How very stupid of me. I'm so sorry to have bothered you. No, 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 that's all right. Oh, by the way, I suppose you've heard about Miss Milton. Uh, Miss Milton? Judy Milton. She was a friend of your daughter's. Something happened to her? Yes, she died last night. Died? In my opinion, she was murdered. But how dreadful, dreadful. But what are the police doing? What are they doing? They're making inquiries, Mr. Dreisler. Are you staying in London for long? Yes, I'm staying for several weeks. I don't really feel that I can leave just now, after what happened to Mary. Mm, I can understand that. Well, uh, you know where I am, if you want me. You're very kind. Thank you, Mr. Temple. Goodbye. Goodbye. What did he want, Paul? I think he was rather puzzled why Vosper paid him a visit last night. But he must have known that Mrs. Thornton would notice the gramophone record. Now transpires that he didn't take the record from the flat, at least. He says he didn't. But I thought Mrs. Thornton said Apparently all Mrs. Thornton saw was a brown paper parcel that looked like a gramophone record. Mm. Yes, Charlie? The post, sir. No, thank you. I think this is the letter you're expecting, sir. It's got a Beaconsfield postmark. No, thank you, Charlie. Will you be into lunch, sir? Yes, Charlie, yes. Okay, Mrs. Temple. What does it say, Paul? Dear Mr. Temple, I have left a parcel in the ladies' cloakroom at the Stardust Club. I feel sure it will interest you. I suggest your wife picks it up. Yours sincerely, Judy Milton. The Stardust Club? Now, isn't that the place that we went to in in Regent Street about, about a year ago? That's right. It's run by a woman called Terry Gibson. She used to be an actress, then she retired and bought this club. Mm-hmm. They say she's done awfully well with it. I wonder what it is, Paul. Why she's left it in the cloakroom. Oh, your guess is as good as mine. We'll go there tonight, darling. It's no good going round this afternoon. We'd arouse suspicion. Yes, all right. Paul, tell me, do you think that the person who murdered Mary Dreisler is the one who murdered Judy Milton? Yes, I do. And yet, Judy Milton couldn't have been murdered. Why? You broke into the cottage the moment we heard the shot. If there'd been anybody there, you'd have seen them. Yes. Yes, that's what puzzles me. Well, excuse me, Mrs. Temple. What is it, Charlie? Well, I'm I'm having a spot of bother with the fridge. Oh? It's not working properly. Oh, what's the matter with it? Well, it's supposed to be automatic. You know, switches itself on and off. Well, switched itself off about an hour ago. It hasn't switched on again. Oh, well, give Taylor's a ring. It's Mayfair 5101. Yes, Mrs. Temple. And thank you, Charlie. Thank you very much. Oh, for what, sir? For telling me about the fridge, Charlie. Oh, no, not at all. It's a pleasure, Mr. Temple. (laughs) 
Are you feeling all right? Yes, I feel fine. Come on, let's have lunch. <laughs> what are you grinning at? Come on, Steve. Is that the Stardust Club over there? Yes, on the right. Now, don't forget what I told you, Steve. Now, don't worry. I shall be all right. If you're longer than five minutes, I shall come and fetch you. Could you tell me where the ladies' cloakroom is, please? Yes, it's through that door over there on the left. Thank you. You're Mrs. Temple, aren't you? Yes. I thought I recognised you. I'm Terry Gibson. Oh, yes, of course, Mr. Gibson. We met about a year ago. Yes, that's right. Is your husband joining you? He's just parking the car. Oh, good. I hope you have a pleasant evening. Thank you. Have you reserved a table? I believe so. Well, I hope to see you later. Yes. Good evening, madam. Shall I take your coat? No, I'm not staying. I just called to collect something. Oh? What is it, madam? I left a parcel here a few days ago. Have you got the ticket? No, I'm afraid I haven't. I, I don't think you gave me a ticket. We must have given you a ticket. We don't breathe around here without a ticket. Well, I don't think you did. What name is it? Milton. Judy Milton. Well, now, wait a minute. Let's see if it's over here. What sort of a parcel is it? Well, it's just a, well, you know, an ordinary sort of parcel. That's a great help, that is. Now, wait a minute, is this it? Yes, yes, that's it. It's a gramophone record by the looks of things. That's the one. Now, wait a minute, there's something written on this. Really, my eyes. I shall have to wear specs, it's not a bit of use. Uh, don't worry, that is the parcel, all right. Yes, but I've got to make sure. Lord, if I gave it to the wrong person, there'd be the devil to pay with La Gibson and no mistake. What did you say your name was? Judy Milton. That's right. Miss Milton to be called for. Well, here, here we are. Oh, thank you very oh, much. Oh, thank you, miss. leaving us so soon, Mrs. Temple? Oh, I was only going to look for my husband. I've left my handbag in the car. I'll send one of the boys for you. No, no, I wouldn't dream of troubling it's you. It's no trouble, I assure you. Hello, Terry. Oh, good evening, Peter. Oh, good evening, Mrs. Temple. Oh, it's, uh, it's Mr. Wallace, isn't it? Yes. Is your husband here? Uh, he will be very shortly. Oh, good. I wanted to have a word with him. Curiously enough, I tried to get him on the phone about half an hour ago know each other, then? Oh, yes, we've met before. Well, if you'd excuse me... Oh, no, don't go, Mrs. Temple. Not for a moment, please. Uh, I'll see you later, Terry. Yes. All right, Peter. But what is it you want, Mr. Wallace? I'm in rather a hurry. Mrs. Temple, does your husband know about this new development, uh, about Judy Milton? Yes, he knows. We saw Miss Milton last night. You did? Where? At Beaconsfield. Why did you go out to Beaconsfield? Look, did you... Mr. Wallace, I, I can't stand and talk now. I'll get my husband to give you a ring. But I, I thought you said your husband was joining uh, you. Good night, Mr. Wallace. Good night, Mrs. Temple.
just coming to fetch you, Steve. It's a good job you didn't. You'd have got tied up with Peter Wallace. Yes, I saw him going to the club. You know, I'd have thought that that place was too expensive for Mr. Wallace. Hmm. Well, I see you've got the parcel all right. Yes. What do you think it is? Wait till I switch the light on. By Timothy. Yes, it is the record. And that's the one, isn't it, Paul? My heart and Harry. Yes, that's the one all right. Now, how on earth did Judy Milton get hold of it? And why did she leave it at the Stardust Club? And most important of all, what's on the record? Yes. Well, we'll find that out as soon as we get back to the flat. Charlie? Charlie, where are you? He's probably gone to bed. It's my bed. He's taken the night off and gone to the palais. Charlie, are you in bed? Oh, come on, darling. Let's go into the drawing room. I'll be with you in a minute. I'm just going to get a glass of... Paul, wait a minute. Listen. What is it? Did you hear something? Yes. It's coming from the kitchen. Charlie! Paul, what's happened Darling, he's not lying on the floor for fun. Someone's knocked him out. Oh. Here, Charlie. Charlie. Look, help me. Lift, lift his head up. Uh, That's uh, it, Charlie. That's better. Uh, is that... Is that you, Mr. Temple? Yes, what happened? Oh, well, the bell rang and I... I thought it was you and Mrs. Temple. When I got to the door, two men get... Oh, my head. Now, now, take it easy. Take it easy. You'll be all right. <laughs> I felt such a fool. One minute I was standing in the doorway, and the next... Gosh, my head feels like a sieve. You'll be all right in a minute, Charlie. Yeah. Do, do, do you think I could have a drink? Yes, of course. I'll get some brandy. Right, right <sighs> darling. Now, what exactly happened, Charlie? Well, well, these two chaps I was telling you about, they, they knocked me out and dumped me here in the kitchen. Mm. Well, I, I heard a dickens of a noise going on, and well, then I passed out. What do you mean, a dickens of a noise? I don't know. It, it sounded to me as if they were smashing the place to pieces. Paul! Oh, Paul! What is it? We can't play that record. What do you mean, we can't play it? They've smashed the radiogram. That was the second episode of the Francis Durbridge serial, Paul Temple and the Spencer Affair, with Peter Cook as Paul Temple and Marjorie Westbury as Steve. The part of Sir Graham Forbes was played by Lester Muddit, Detective Inspector Vosper by Hugh Manning, Adrian Frost by Simon Lack, and Judy Milton by June Tobin. Production for the BBC was by Martin C. Webster.